Transplanter RPG is proudly sponsored by at Dimitri Opines on Twitter. That is at D-M-I-T-R-Y-O-P-I-N-E-S. And Explain Trade, a negotiation skills training consultancy believing in the power of D&D and Transplaner's potential to grow, tell great stories, and lift up our community. Explain Trade trains negotiators for governments, big companies, NGOs, and offers e-learning courses for individuals looking to get a better deal from their boss. Level up your charisma score and check out explaintrade.com. Hey there, thank you for tuning in to Trans Planar RPG. We are an all transgender, people of color led, 100% homebrew, Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition live streamed actual play campaign set in an original non colonial anti orientalist world. I am your game master, Connie, my pronouns are they, he, and she, and this is my cast. My name is C. I use they them pronouns and I play Okahaye, an Osamar blood hunter slash monster hunting expert. I'm Erica and I play V Nocturzo, your lovable elf sorcerer slash charlatan with draconic ancestry. My name is Lyra and I use they she pronouns. I play Manaya Wairua, a half orc fighter with a sailing background. I'm Max, my pronouns are they them, and I play Dewey Quirk, an Aarakocra artificer and researcher on the run from his former employers at the Ohanahi Research Laboratory. You can support Transplaner RPG by pledging to our Patreon. Patrons get early access to episodes, character sheets, high-res assets, and much, much more. You can also support us by giving us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. This helps immensely with getting new listeners to find us. So, with that out of the way, here are the content warnings for this episode. Content warnings for this episode include references to past character deaths, blood, and bloodletting. Arc 3, Episode 2. The mileage of your solitude from riding alone for thousands of miles by Sally Wen Mao. Oka, Manaya, Dewey, and V. The four of you are escorted by armed guards away from the sweeping meeting room of the champion of Nabal, Atalanta. You are walked back down the vast, gilded hallways of the Tower of Risk and Reward, where you eventually reach that translucent corridor from earlier, where water presses against the glass, and fish of every color, shape, and size imaginable swim past, while the darkened shapes of even larger creatures loom in the murky distance. Your footsteps echo all the way down the hallway. And finally, you reach the chamber with the teleportation stone in the center, surrounded on all sides by regal paintings of past champions and their regents. Standing next to this portal is a fear bulb. Z has dark brown skin decorated with tufts of black fur. Two long, soft ears billow downward, and Z's pupils are horizontally slitted, making them resemble a rather sad cow. As the four of you approach, Z steps forward and bows. Z is draped in robes dyed the deep reds and purples of Nabal. A good evening, honored guests 
My name is Gwyn. I'll be your personal attendant for the rest of your stay in our fine championship. May I escort you to your rooms? What do the four of you do? Oka kind of raises their eyebrows because that was a quick transition. We already have an attendant. They look nervously at the loading stone one more time um, and nod affirmatively. And the rest of you? Where are we staying exactly? Ah, yes, you will be given the finest rooms in this tower, only reserved to those who have pledged a personal boon or duty to the champion. I'm honored. Z bows even deeper. Are they actually honored? Like, is there any lilt in that expression? Roll insight as Z hinges at the hip. Natural fucking 20. Uh, Natural fucking 20 plus uh, 26. It's a 26. Wow, a natural 20 plus a 26 for a total of 46? Oh my god, 46? Oh my goodness. What the hell? <laughs> Let me what just pass my Beanie's 30 last week. <laughs> okay. Yeah, blowing that one out of the water. Yeah, with a natural 20, you get to ask any question you want of this character, and I have to answer truthfully. Is Gwyn actually honored to be doing this for us, or is there a little bit of resentment here? There's not resentment, necessarily. There's opportunism. Z knows that the four of you will be very important very, very soon, if not, like, even more important than you, than you already are to the championship. Uh, and Z wants to get in the four of yours good graces. Oka, given what you've just learned about Zim, what do you do? I think, honestly, Oka wouldn't do much of anything. Perhaps they are familiar with people like this. And they don't make much small talk on the way there. I think they just let Zim lead them. Gwyn steps into the teleportation stone and gestures for the four of you to join Zim. When all four of you are situated around Zim, Z takes a silvery wand out of Zir robes and waves it. And the glyph at your feet lights up. And light ensconces the four of you in a pillar swirling around you. And just like that sensation from earlier, uh, all of your molecules detach from each other and then they reform uh, on a, but you presume, you're not sure if you went higher than this floor or lower, but wherever you are is a different area. Uh, because now the four of you are standing in the middle of a comfy sitting room. You see couches, you even see like a fireplace built into the stone wall. You see rugs made of owlbear skin. Um, you see like a bookcase uh, with sides made of like a rust monster shells. Uh, and you also see uh, hallways branching off. And at the end of each of the four hallways is a door that leads to each of your private quarters now. And Gwyn bows deeply again as the four of you rematerialize your molecules, binding themselves back together to form Okamanaya and Dewey and V-shaped uh, figures. Then in a burst of light, you solidify. And Gwyn says, this is the hero's quarters, reserved to those who have done the champion a great duty. I will be your on-call attendant 24-7. Every minute of every hour of the day, I am here if you need me. Please, go ahead and examine your rooms if you would like. I await your orders. Finally, we are in, we are in some cabins that actually are worthy of our presence. What, you don't like my tent, V? Your my tent My two-person tent that I've been sharing with the four of you for the last 
three months. You know, when you share a tent with a few folks, particularly one who is seven and a half feet, you like it to have a room once in a while where you can stretch out a little bit. I prefer the tent myself, but whatever. Uh, and Oka will kind of uh, start to, you know, look around curiously. Sure beats the inn and Abathati. Oh, yes, of course. These quarters are reserved for the finest guests of Nabal. So if there's anything lacking, please just let me know. I can get you drink. I can get you food. I can get you entertainers. Just say the word and I'll be there. I appreciate your hospitality. This is exactly the type of greeting I expect wherever I go. Uh, yes, of course. Uh, Madame V, as I have been informed. It's an honor to be in your presence. Oka. As you're poking around this space, are you looking for anything in particular or just taking it in? Uh, taking it in mostly, but if there are books on the bookshelf, I'm looking for any any interesting books that would stick out. If it's the hero's quarters, I assume that it's adorned with heroic, perhaps tales, perhaps uh, trophies. I'm just looking for anything that piques my interest. There is a little book sort of like uh, that you might find in a hostel or an Airbnb of where previous guests have like signed it, you know, and like written a note and like thanked, thanked the champion for their hospitality. As you leaf through that book, you notice like, like names that I think you might have like learned about, like in your history classes, like growing up, like of like various champions being like, this was a wonderful stay. Thank you so much. I loved the bug juice lemonade, like, etc. Um, Nothing super like, ooh, like there was an assassin in my room or anything like that, but just like nice little notes about the stay here. Uh, something else also catches your eye, Oka, which is a notice board uh, here for with all the latest news clippings, etc. And there's like a fresh sheet of like just tons of like like posters of being like, we need help by the southern border. Or like there's, there's you know, monster attacks, you know, by the Azure Grovelands, etc. Um, and there is one poster in particular that's sort of buried under several, but it reaches out to you because the face of it is, is revealed by just a sliver and you see a single pupil in this poster um, or a single eye in this poster, like um, that's showing through the various other leaflets. And this eye has two pupils. Uh, I look over my shoulder lightly. Does it seem like Gwyn is staying here with us or or, or is Z like getting ready to give us some privacy? Z is awaiting your orders. So if you ask Zim to leave, Z will leave. But if you don't ask Zim to leave, Z will stay. Are any of my fellow party members making conversation or asking for anything? Gwyn, was it? Yes. We have some rather private business to attend to as like a, a nightly ritual, and we would appreciate the privacy if we could have it. Ah, yes, certainly, of course. I will make myself scarce. If you need me, just ring the bell. And Z gestures toward a little silver bell uh, on the table where Oka is standing next to by the guest book. Right. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful night. If you need anything, please, anything at all, it is not an inconvenience. It is my job. Have a wonderful night. And Z steps back onto the stone platform and boom, boof, dematerializes. As soon as Z is gone, uh, Oka like tears a butt, like just like the front papers, just like right off and just lets them fall to the floor uh, and snatches the one. Whoa. Whoa. You okay? What is it, Connie? What, what is it? What is it? It is a wanted poster with your face on it. Uh, and it is wanted dead. 
There is a kill order out for you. Uh, and this version of you, Oka, has long hair, right? And you're dressed sort of in like royal too long in robes. And you are named as Makoya Hyun, wanted dead. And the reward is substantial. It is no, no fewer, not, le- not s- more Southern than let's say uh, 10,000 gold pieces. And for context, 30,000 can buy you a castle, can build you a castle from scratch. All of your eyes rest upon this and the reward. What do you do? V. V kills Oka in one hit. <laughs> it's very interesting, Oka. This uh, this photo is. Hmm, this is a lot of gold pieces. What the? I could I could build several castles with this money. I, huh? <laughs> just sort of like trails well, off. If we need the money. I've already died once, and I got better. I'm sure we could do the same for you. This is very I expected this. Listen, I expected this from V, but Manaya, really, <laughs> really. And Oka kind of like like rips it, you know? They like rip the poster, and then they rip it again, and then they rip it again, and they let it fall to the floor again. What you are you the- doing? Uh, there's another one right underneath it. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, let me read details of where to redeem said reward. They- Are they dated differently? They are all from the same date, uh, which is maybe seven years ago, eight years at this point. So not, this was not a kill order issued by Atalanta, but rather by the previous champion, Bloodthirst, the adorable Felis. Wow, Oka, you must have done some serious things in your life. Yeah, real serious. Oka tears that one down too, uh, and doesn't, rip it up but i like kind of just like lets it fall to the floor he holds his hands over the remaining posters on the thing is like hey you can't you uh, you can't just keep tearing things like uh tearing things isn't an excuse for talking please please i mean book boy to be fair you can rip things several times over but yes i don't know if it accomplishes much oka Jeez. oh great okay um I think Oka actually picks up, picks it up again, uh, and folds it up. Uh, is there like a nullific, like, is there like a null by end of date? Or would no. I, <laughs> or would I know perhaps uh, if something like this would transfer between, um, between champions? Because Atalanta did not seem to recognize me. Your wanted poster is not a milk carton. There's no expiration date. It's basically generally assumed that former laws and edicts and orders enacted by previous champions stay unless the champions after them like st- take special care to remove them. And this one seems to have slipped under Atalanta's radar, but also isn't like her main concern. So it's my expiration date, really. Yes, I will deduct a point of inspiration for that joke, even though I made a similar one. Just kidding. (laughs) Well, you look quite different from that back then, and rest assured, very few will recognize you, and if they do, we've got your back. Thanks. I just hope this is fucking old enough that everyone's forgotten about it. You know, I've never actually been here. Seriously, I've never been here. It's a little, uh, well... Whatever. 
Meanwhile, Let's call v- the doctor. Yeah, V's over here still contemplating how to maybe still cash in the reward and but not kill Oka. The greatest <laughs> puzzle. The person you would turn Oka's head into would be Atalanta. We literally just saw you. So that is a fun riddle for you to puzzle out, V. All right, Oka, you bring up Dr. Aluso. How did the rest of you react? Uh, uh, right. Um, is there a window in, on the, in this room? Yeah, why not? Let's say they're uh, between each of the tunnels, lead- the mini hallways leading to your private quarters. There are big windows uh, that seem to overlook all of Rosso. Uh, and the circumference of this common space is quite large, but it's not as wide as the ground floor you came up. Uh, but you're still able to get windows on all four sides, which is interesting. Two more. One, what is the light like in this space? Are there just like candles? Are there mysterious lanterns that we don't know how are powered? Or There are glowing orbs floating near the vaulted ceiling. Uh, and as you look up to discern the light source, you also see a beautiful painted mosaic between the uh, arched tiles of the vault. Uh, mosaics of Scodonectus. And I don't know if I've ever like properly described them before. So as you look up at these these two lovers, right, that form Scodonectus, the gods of risk and reward, you see Scod, who is a proud, and here depicted as a proud half-elf with this like flaming red hair braided into a like a single like like plate like going all the way down their back uh and they've got like a strong arm up and like a a fist wrapped in like a spiked gauntlet and they're holding out their other hand to their lover uh nectus who is a purple skinned tiefling uh, with broken horns who has like a bagpipe bag a set of bagpipes uh, at their waist and is like reaching out to scott and, like, they're surrounded by, like, clouds and, like, dragons and fairies and stuff like that, you know? Hey, Makani, you made the god sexy. God fucking... Oh, yeah. Anyway. And second, the windows, do they have curtains that can be drawn? They sure do. Oka is supposedly contacting the good doctor. Uh, Minaya is going to systematically draw all the curtains, just in case. We're probably high enough where people can't see in, but just in case. Okay, sounds good. I actually really like that thinking. I would give you inspiration, but you're already full up. <laughs> but good thinking. Manaya, you stride over to the windows and begin drawing the cloth curtains, uh, dowsing the interior of the common room in a dimmer light. Dewey and V, what do the two of you do as Oka begins setting up the bowl? Dewey is also going to scan the edges of the room for, like, cameras. Like, this is a skeevy, like, hotel in, like, Budapest or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, well, honestly, think, let's be real, Chicago. Uh, yes, Erica? I think Sorry, V would me. do similar, uh, use, looking for any type of magical items that maybe used to be to spy on them. That is really smart, actually. Uh, so Dewey and V, why don't both of you make an investigation check as you begin to scour the edges of this room for spying devices? One technological, one thaumaturgical. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. And what about you, V? Could I add Arcana just... Because it's, I'd be looking more for magical items. You know what? I'll allow it. Because, All right, then because you're so sweet, Erica. Yay. Eleven. <laughs> uh, Eleven. You trigger a trap and immediately die. Uh, no, Dewey. Perfect. <laughs> you look around and 
you don't seem to find any evidence of any cameras. You even check like the crevices, you know, between like like stone tiles where you're like, yeah, that'd be a good place for a camera. Nothing. You like check like you look for like fake books with like hollowed out pages and nothing. You like check under like stools. You lift up the owl, owl bear rug. Nothing. You check under the table. Nothing. This place seems to be remarkably clean on the technology side. V, as you scour the area with your 11, the fireplace. There's something a little, hmm, something a little magical about the fireplace. It stands out to you, specifically within the grill. Uh, but as you're, as you're looking around it with your 11, I don't know if you can uncover the exact mechanism without like an actual like detect magic spell or like some other tactic. But something about the fireplace does stick out to you. Can I just grab my one of my torches and I'm going to cast light on it so it just glows a bunch and I'm just going to put it like so if anything is looking through it they'll be blinded by just a bunch of light right in the face of whatever you cast light right and you poof, illuminate the interior of the fireplace just as Oka I'm assuming you're uh, doing the blood ritual while this is happening yeah Oka's taking a, a slightly different approach um, to filling up the bowl which I think is just more focus based uh, and it's uh, kind of like a blood sweat instead of an open wound. Take inspiration for that. Manaya, as you draw the last curtain closed, and Oka, as you begin to sweat into the bowl, like focusing, right? Blood running down in rivulets down your skin and then dribbling into the brass base of this silvered bowl. V, you cast light and you see a glyph. If it hadn't been magically illuminated, you would have missed it. Uh, but there is a glyph etched into the back of this fireplace. And I think you can read it because you are learned in the magical arts. And it's basically a trap. If you were to try to light the fire in here or touch it somehow, uh, some sort of explosion would trigger. Well, isn't this comforting? Fuck. This fireplace, let's just avoid fireplace use, friends. Just let's completely avoid the fireplace at all costs. You're the one who's always blasting things with fire. So what better person to say don't light the fireplace on fire than Naveed? Right. right. What better and have I ever led you astray? To not use fire. To be cautious, then, V. If I say to be cautious with fire, you should listen. I go over I, to the fireplace. I think she is right. As the resident fire brother expert, maybe we should trust her. Just this one time. Okay, but why? Look, there's a, there's a little magical glyph. This, this, basically, this is a trap. If you want to destroy Rome very quickly, light the fire, see what happens. Just make sure you get the good running start. Maybe we should ask Gwyn about that. Uh, but Oka's also kind of like focused into the bowl. Mm, I really like that. Dewey, as you stride over to V, sure enough, because it's still illuminated and V has pointed it out, you see the glyph. I can't believe I did all that digging and didn't find anything. And So there are traps in this room. Just, I mean, at just the one, it appears. Yeah, I mean... Maybe they just, you know, they're afraid of of certain people coming through fireplaces, so they booby trap them. Who knows? Um, um, strange customs in strange land. Are you sure the explosion is not like an automatic lighting glyph? Like you'd activate the glyph and then it starts the fire? If you want to light fire, I, let me just back up a little while and I'll let you do what you do. I just feel personally that it would be bad idea, and trust me, V's had a lot of bad ideas to light this this fireplace. All right, all right. 
I trust you. Let's... Let's take the bowl to a different room. To one of the bedrooms, maybe? It's like, like bleeding into it off their face, and they're like, seriously? Are you fucking serious right now? <laughs> I just like, like pushing Oka's focusing body like towards the room. And so just like <laughs> staring into the bowl. I love it. The four of you make your way into one of the rooms. Uh, you open up the door, it's not locked. And you go inside and there's a, bu- a big window with no curtains drawn. I'm sorry, Manaya, in, in this room. Uh, there's like a, a bed out, there's a desk, there's like a, a mini sitting area even. It's about the size, each room is like the size of a studio apartment. Um, and there's like enough room to, space to like walk around. There's even like a fish tank in this room with like beautiful orange and pink fishes swimming around in it. What do the four of you do? Right, if there was one trap in the living room, there's bound to be more in the bedrooms. We should be careful. Oka's a little busy, so they're they're gonna keep they're continuing the ritual with the bowl. Uh, and I think like as they get further and further, uh, it kind of like melds up the side of the bowl, kind of like um, as if you were to tip a bowl outside in the freezing cold, and the ice would like form like up and out of it to like make the mirror, uh, so we don't have to look into it and have that horrible angle on their faces. <laughs> Okay, I'll allow it just for flavor. The the blood begins to creep up, you know, like up the side of the bowl, like forming, forming. If you've seen like the, the newest seasons of Castlevania, this is not spoilery, but forming like the shards of the mirror that you would like talk to people through. But like it's, instead of shards of like glass, it's like shards of blood that like droplet their way and cobweb their way up vertically. Manaya, Dewey, and V, what do the three of you do as Oka completes the ritual? Dewey, V, you seem to be more astute than I in finding traps. Yeah, let's, um, V, I'll look again, and V's just gonna start looking around for any type of magical, some magical hijinks happening in this room. You as well, Dewey? Sure, I wasn't very useful last time, so I'm mostly just, like, uh, looking at the same stuff that V is looking at. I interpreted your role earlier, Dewey, as being focused on, like, technological traps, which is why you might have overlooked this glyph in the common space. But here, now that you know what you're looking for, yeah, you find another glyph. Specifically, V, you find it etched into the wood by the fish tank on top of where uh, a vial of fish food is. So if you were to disturb the vial, it would trigger. All right, everybody, this time, don't feed the fish. Repeat whatever you do. Leave this area alone. We are apparently in a very, it's like a, a fun house here. There's lots of fun little, hello, welcome to, welcome to the city things here. Are you telling me that uh, the hero's quarters is booby trapped with exploding fish food? I mean, I couldn't tell you what might happen. Maybe fish get real big and they devour you. Who knows? I, do you? Would you like to try? There's these glyphs that they they keep putting everywhere here. Does the like specific glyph mean anything to me? I think Oka is like the you know the blood is held there. They're done bleeding into it now. I think, um, uh, and they like kind of take a look at the at the fish food. You know, does it look like anything specific? Considering that I also work with glyphs and brands potentially. Yes, Oka. As you look at this glyph, I mean, most of it is covered by the the vial of fish food. But wait, sorry. Um, could I? I have a new feature from leveling up last session uh, that I could potentially use, which is called Grim Psychometry, which means that I have advantage on intelligence history checks, uh, and then I have a knack for recalling the dark past of objects uh, or places that I am currently in. So as I look at this glyph, 
What do I see? Yes, the outer edges of the glyph look very, very similar to like a classic like explode your face glyph, right? Like a classic thing you might find in like some like power mad like wizards like tower to like guard their like deepest secrets. Like if you it's like a pressure plate or if you walk past it, it'll just boom, explode. And you might die if you're like right there. Right. And like in meta terms, like lower leveled, there's something a little off about it, though. You you are not able to confirm the entirety of the glyph because the fish food vial is on top of it. But the way it spirals in doesn't quite look exactly like it. And if you would like, you can go out into the common room to double check against the fireplace glyph. I think we should ask Dr. Eluso about this. This is not quite right. Not quite right. All right. What do the rest of you do, Mania, do we, V? Right, let's talk to the doctor. We've a lot to catch him up on. Oka will kind of kneel in front of the bowl where they put it. Maybe there's like a low table in here or a desk or even like on the bed. Probably not on the bed. It's a bowl of blood. Um, But they take it and they kneel in front of it uh, and they focus on the doctors. Uh, They like pull up the image of the doctor in their mind uh, and they focus on it until the blood starts to shimmer uh, and then like a sheen goes over it as the magic goes through. Yes. And then Dr. Eluso's face materializes over this panel of blood that has now taken on a mirror-like quality. And she is, as always, sitting at her desk. She looks a little bit more disheveled than usual, which is saying something. Like uh, her perfectly coiffed hair is now like a little bit like like maybe like she hasn't slept in a while. She's got like some dark circles under her eyes and her greasy, grease-stained lab coat is even more grease-stained than usual, putting your ruffled feathers to shame even, Dewey. Uh, she's in the middle of like busily scrawling something and seems startled when like you ring up. Ah, hey doc, working hard or hardly working? I am working hard. What are you implying? No, no, it's a, uh, uh, Manaya, uh, <laughs> Okay, I thought you Doctor, like we have some we have some things that are rather major updates. Oh, um, yes, it appears you've made your way safe and sound to the championship last we checked in. You were still paddling your way across that lake. Thank you for checking in. I also have a lot of things to update the four of you on, but let's uh let's have you go first. What uh give me some good news. Good news. We're in the championship. In fact, we're in Rosso right now on a rather and then I like glances out the window. Pretty high up in the central tower here, we've been given the hero's lodgings. The hero's lodgings. I've read about it. Uh, any notable signatures in the guest journal? Yes, a few exploding glyphs, but we'll get into that later. Pardon? Exploding glyphs? Have the four of you been exploded? Wait, that doesn't make sense. The four of you look fine. What do you mean exploding g- glyphs? Explain yourself. Oh. We'll get to that one in a minute. Before we do that, we've made it to the championship. We've met with the champ with the champion and her regent. Bamba was uh, fun, I suppose, and the champion uh, was overwhelmed, I suppose. That makes a lot of sense. Atalanta must be juggling her fair share of difficult problems right now. I'm glad you've you've made your way safe and sound to the Tower of Risk and Reward. Is there trouble in Nabal like we suspected? Yes, there is. Although the champion seems not to know as much as we do, but she's on our side as far as we can tell. We told her pretty much everything. 
and she is more than willing to help us. The new uh, championship challenge will be to try to fix what we know is the Echo. Ah, uh, yes. The carnival. I see. When will the challenge be announced? How long do you have to prepare? We have a month. Ah. And at that, Dr. Luso looks deeply troubled and even a little anxious. Is that too late? No. Should we go there sooner? No, 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 no. Uh, well, maybe. I don't know. Um, the machine I have, the news I have for you, the one that detects disturbances, I, it's been coming out with some uh, problematic readings. I've been going over my notes, double-checking, triple-checking to make sure that it's accurate, and there's no doubt about it. There's going to be another big disturbance around the end of Dragon Beginning of Tortoise. I don't know what it's going to be like, but it's going to be big. But Doctor, you said we had three and a half years. I, I know, I know. This isn't nearly as big as the Cataclysm if, I mean, if it keeps going at the rate it's going. The tremors. But it's... Something is still going to happen. Maybe a big quake, like when, you know, on Adolin. More monster attacks, I'm not sure. But something else is going to happen. We know anything about where or what we can do to prevent or prepare for it? Well, lucky for the four of you, I'm actually closer to the danger than you are right now. The championship will still feel some of it, but it will originate from deep within the chasm. I worry for my cottage and for the Kui. I need to come up with a plan to relocate them somewhere safer, but they don't want to leave their ancestral home. Anyway, this is my headache to deal with. Squeak has been keeping me grounded. Oh, and Manaya, your parents have arrived. Thank Mahu. How are they? They're great. Kahelani is a wonderful cook. Yes. Years on the sea will teach you how to make anything from nothing. I can see how you take after both of them. I'm very sorry about Nali, by the way. Again, my condolences. But for what it's worth, Napua and Kahailani seem to be honoring her in their own ways. We've set up a shrine by the chicken coop. How are the chickens? They're my friends. They're wonderful. Thank you for asking, by the way. One of them just uh, laid an egg the other day that had uh, another egg inside of it. That was quite astonishing. Doc, you'll keep us updated. No? About the tremor? Anything we can do? Should we come back? I don't know. Uh, No, you should be at the championship. I'll do my best to see if I can prevent it. I don't know if I can, though. Maybe if the four of you can tell Atalanta about it, or somehow it's hard to fortify against something that you don't know what it's going to be. My guess, prepare the people for the towers, more of the towers falling and breaking. That's probably your best bet. Other than that, though, there's little you can do. Just focus on the task at hand. That'll be the best way you can help. We're in her good graces, and we might not be able to speak with her directly, but we can... We should be able to leave her a note to her letter. Good, good. Fantastic. I'm so glad the five of you hit it off. That's wonderful. Uh, pardon my appearance. I, it's been hard to sleep, given given all the news. Um, anything anything else you need to talk to about uh, with me? The exploding glyphs, probably. Right, uh, right. And Oka, I think, focuses a little more. Uh, and I'm just going to straight up blood bun right now, just so you know. Uh, they're just going to like... I think it like they tremble a little, but they like take it up and out of the bowl, uh, the, the like mirror blood now, uh, and they like, kind of like shift it so 
I think they like bring it uh, toward the door, toward uh, the fireplace, because that one seems easier because it's not hidden underneath anything. Oh, oh, where are you taking me? Ah, Oka, you have been getting better at controlling your blood. Oh, this is a wonderful living space. Wow, is that shellbug armor? What is that? Let's see. This looks like a glyph of fireball, but there's something off about the center sigil. It's too twisty. Yes, it's not rigid enough. <laughs> oh, oh, there's nothing you have to worry about. This is a, um, uh, how do I say it? Uh, the best way to do it would be to trigger it. Don't worry, it's not dangerous. Just, um, uh, would one of you just... Oka touches it. Okay. Wait, if Oka gets blown up, what happens to the blood? <laughs> Oka... It's like hanging up the phone. Exactly, but really violently. Oka, you touch the glyph. And the four of you hear a loud noise, uh, like, but not super loud, like a, like an explosion, uh, but sort of like a, um, like a champagne cork popping loudness, like a, uh, and then like a, a confetti, like balloons out, you know, and a noise also plays, uh, that sort of sounds like a na 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 na, and then like projected out of the glyph, the four of you see like a, um, an illusion. That has clearly been placed there before, almost like a recording. Uh, Are we getting fucking pranked right now? Are we getting pranked? We're getting pranked. The fucking risk and reward terror, I should have known. <laughs> and you see an illusion come up of a tiefling with midnight blue skin, this sort of like wavy black hair that's shaved on the edges and these like silver eyes. And they're, they're like smaller, they're shrunk down to fit inside like the um, the fireplace, uh, but they're sort of lounging on like a, a chaise lounge or something. Uh, and they actually are literally eating grapes off of like a, a disembodied hand that's feeding them grapes. Uh, and they're wearing these like loose draping robes. And as they turn to address the four of you, you see like top surgery scars uh, exposed on their torso. And they go, ha ha, oh, if only I could see the look on your faces right now. Oh, I'd pay anything for it. Well, I hope I gave all of you a heart attack, or one of you, or whoever you are. Enjoy the rest of your stay here, by the way. The books are marvelous, and the grapes are even better. Toodaloo. Uh, and on that, poof, the illusion, like, vanishes. V, being thoroughly disappointed by that, goes over to the fish tank and touches the other sy- symbol. The, literally the like exact same thing happens but instead of confetti it's like little um little coins raining down poof, and some of them like plop into the fish tank and the fish are like ah and they like they like they scram uh and as soon as the coins like hit the ground they like vanish they're like fake coins you know and the same illusion comes out like with the same little spiel about getting pranked right and i don't think any of you recognize this tiefling except dewey this tiefling's name is kane and they are Bloodthirst's protege. They also competed in the championship trial that got Bloodthirst the championship, but they placed third, missing out on the regency. They still alive, to my knowledge? To your knowledge, yes, they are still alive. Okay. Okay. Yep. And after like the confetti settles down, Dr. Lucia says, see, it's just a harmless prank. I guess we maybe should have been expecting that. Okay, so what did we learn here today, everyone? It's that touch exploding glyphs when you see them. It'll be fun. <laughs> I hate this place. <laughs> uh, Doctor, thank you for help for the glyphs. We were quite worried, and we've been wary of trouble wherever we stayed for three months. It's nice to be able to relax. 
I completely understand. You are in a ball right now. You're right to be cautious about anything odd you might see. Uh, there's a 50-50 chance it'll kill you or kiss you. I know both options are bad for you, Manaya. I would prefer neither. Maybe just don't touch anything. Or touch everything, apparently. Well, V, you touch twice as many things to make up for me, then. Don't tempt me. I'll do it. Doc, do you have any suggestions about what we should do to prepare? Anything else you might know about the carnival? Any places we could go? My guess is some sort of mind or heart control magic is at work here if people have been going in and not coming out or they're just getting killed which i honestly think is less likely given what we know about the natures of scott and nectus carnival implies fun honestly the draw is likely fun so as long as the four of you are able to stay centered uh, maybe do some deep breathing exercises during this month figure out what it is that truly motivates you what scares you. I'm sure all of these things will be used against you in the carnival. Knowing what we know of Scott and Nectus, they are gods of heart, desire, and emotional truth. So as long as your emotions are stable, you should be fine. I mean, I'm really happy I just I just won this brand new business and like he holds up the deed to the shop that she now owns. How what do you mean one you know what, V, don't tell me I don't want to be complicit. That's fair. I wouldn't want you to know either. It might not be a bad idea. Uh, someone in the championship, in the capital, you might be able to find a um, a good mental health professional. Someone four of you could talk to, perhaps? I don't know if we have time in a month before the carnival. Is there any mind-shielding magic we might be able to invest in? That might be a good idea. There are quite a few, I think, magical artifact vendors, similar to the chains that I think the four of you encountered back in Dabathati. If you want to find specialty shops with more rare items, you'll have to look at uh, special auctions for anything that might be able to shield you from mind-bending magic or find a <clears throat> illicit purveyor of goods. But just say, if we were curious for therapy, where would one go? <laughs> He's like... B, B, look at me. Focus on the illicit. We're not trying <laughs> to get therapy. <laughs> we need protection from mind magic. Well, both would be good. Is therapy preventative protection from magic? I, I would just like the four of you to develop some strategies uh, for, you know, I'm sure the carnival will be difficult. Uh, we've come this far, Doc. I'm sure it'll be fine. Okay, you have like a million things inside your soul. Maybe, not to call oh. you out, Oka, but I'm worried a little bit the most for you, even though Manai is the one with a... Anyway. So we're just calling each other out then, huh? This is the call-out episode. I'm the one with what? Oh, I just mean your Nolly passed away. Recently. Right. I... I'm sorry, shouldn't I not have brought this up? I'm just looking no, out for the no, four it's... of you. Fine. Maybe we should hold off on the carnival. I'm worried about Vinash and the rage and... I'll be fine. It can help us. Who knows? Maybe the paragon of, da of Yudabathi will be there. Knowing what we know about the god of war and mountains, they like, well, thrills and violence. So maybe they'll be drawn to the championship. Who knows? Keep your horizons open. We'll see. 
So we have a month to get therapy, find magic items, prepare ourselves mentally. And you'll keep us updated on the readings. Yes, yes, I will. If they suddenly grow or it's sooner or later than we anticipated, I'll make sure to mention that during our check-ins. Is there any more immediate way you can contact us? Uh, there is an emergency call, basically, option on the scrying bowl. Uh, but the bowl itself, I appear to have pilfered it from some cultists who are, you know, interested in pain. The bowl- So you're going to stab me in the back of the head whenever you need to talk to me really bad? No, 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 no. Uh, there's no way to directly harm whoever's in possession of it. Basically, it'll just superheat the bowl. The bowl will get very, very, very hot. So there is a way to hurt the person who is. Oh, okay. Well, when my bag catches on fire, I'll know that we need to talk to you very, very bad. Understood. Right. Well, you seem busy and we should really get some rest. Thank you, Doctor. I, we have a lot to prepare. And you'll get some rest, right? I have been informed by Kahealani that I have not slept in several days, so for fear of tasting the blunt end of that woman's axe, I think I will be resting. Uh, you definitely take after your mother in more ways than one, Manaya. Though she is a lot more direct than even you, I think. Yes, I'll make sure to rest, and Napua has promised triple omelets in the morning, given our chickens' uh, proclivity to laying large eggs. I do miss those chickens. Make sure to ask for half salt. Father likes to oversalt his omelets. Oh, I, that I retroactively understood a joke that Kaheilani lodged at Napua about his food being saltier than the sea. I see. Thank you for the warning, Manaya. All right. Well, have a good night. If there's nothing else to talk about, we'll check in again tomorrow evening. Um, Oka, a word in private? Sure. Of course. I don't want fish tank room. And Oka kind of like takes the bowl from Manaya uh, while still kind of like holding holding the blood up with their other hand, lets it slosh down for a minute, uh, and then takes the bowl uh, into kind of like the what the opposite direction of the rooms. Right, I'll stay here. Awesome. Uh, so Manaya, you stay in fish tank room. Oka, you go to the diametrically opposed room, where let's say the defining feature is a ooh, is a little like um like a desert mouse in like a cage, and it's like it's like running on a little like wooden wheel. That reminds me of something, but I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know what that reminds me of. And Oka like kind of like almost like the, it's like throwing paint against the wall. They kind of like throw the blood up and out of the bowl, so it's like just kind of like scattered in the air in front of them. Is there um? Something wrong, Doc? And as you ask Dr. Oluso that, uh, V and Dewey, what are the two of you doing? V is going to find an empty room to stay. Meanwhile, also looking for any more of these glyphs. Okay. To be angry at. The empty room you stay in has uh, an aquarium tank in it as well, but there's a snake. Like an emerald green snake with like uh, red bands all the way down. I like it. And you investigate for glyphs. You find one under the rug. And Dewey, that leaves you the final room, uh, where the only thing in this room is a weapon. Like, not the only thing, my, part, my, my bad, uh, but the special defining feature of this room is a weapons rack, uh, where there is a nice little, like, hold area that seems like it could fit a, a longsword. Or I actually retired to that room. I want to go look at 
uh, the papers that Oko was ripping down off the wall. Okay, yeah, totally. Sounds good. So Dewey, you stalk over to the papers. V, you find that glyph. And now let's cut back to Oka. Uh, you have popped the question, so to speak, to Dr. Aluso, <laughs> uh, who responds- Not yet. Come on. Slow burn. <laughs> uh, who, who says, uh, yes, Oka, someone came looking for you. Who came looking? A tall, half-orc woman. Uh, Eye patch. Lots of scars. Oh, oh, thank, oh, thank the eight. Uh, that's just mercy. I um, I used to be part of her. Uh, well, before the cataclysm, I she was my you, I guess. Uh, well, I worked for her uh, for a long time as a monster hunter. Did she say what she wanted? She was looking for me. Uh, yes. Uh, I don't know how the two of you left things off, but she said something about wanting your head. What? Wait, what? What do you mean, wanting my head? I am not a very good discerner of tone, necessarily, but it seemed to be half-joking, perhaps. She had some sort of rolled-up scroll with her that looked too long in, and her band of, I don't know how to describe them, very stinky people armed with a lot of weapons uh, were all looking at posters with your face on them. So listen, Doc, uh, and Oka kind of like fishes around in their, in like in their little side, whatever. And they pull out the piece of paper that they just ripped off uh, the wall here uh, and they unfurl it in front of uh, the mirror. Did the poster look like this? Actually, it did. Almost exactly. You're fucking kidding me. <laughs> oh, that's why I don't fucking... Where did you send them? What happened? How long ago was this? At this, Dr. Aluso looks a little cowed. Uh, they like wring their hands and they say, well, this was before Kahealani and Napua got to my cottage. I, I didn't know what to say. She was very persistent. I had to send her somewhere. So I said the last I'd seen you, you were at Dalapathy's. You're telling me that she's burning down Dolly Poppy's farm right now. Uh, and Oka, uh, uh, Oka throws their head back uh, and laughs really, really hard. Uh, like it's a little manic because there's a, there's a, it's coming, it's the world is closing in around them a little bit. So they're laughing a little bit too long, uh, but they like really laugh for a long time. Uh, Dr. Luso does not laugh along. They look really concerned as you laugh. And they wait for you to finish laughing. No, I think that was the right choice. I'm sorry she showed up. Um, hopefully, hopefully she won't come back. Hopefully. Um, and don't tell V about this, but one of her very stinky dragonborn followers uh, stole one of my chickens from the coop on their way out. I'm terribly sorry for your loss. Doc, I actually am. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. They're <laughs> they're fine monster hunters, but their people skills could uh, use a little bit of fine tuning. If you think that I'm a little bit hard edged, then well, I have the feeling that more people might be showing up at your cottage looking for me, Doc. And I apologize. I. 
turns out that going around and saving things, doing good, is exactly what I was avoiding. So. Yes. The little bit of help you rendered Abathati has gotten your face more in the public milieu, I think. And of course, the court and winning the derby will also put you further on the map. The more you help people, Oka, the more people are going to learn who you are. That's just a risk, I think, you must take. But it doesn't mean you should stop helping people. We can't do this without you. We need you. The party needs you. I need you. Maybe I'll get V to teach me some of that illusion magic. I wanted to quickly resolve the two scenes with a V and Dewey, because Manaya, correct me if I'm wrong, it feels like maybe Manaya's good for the night. Or is there anything else Manaya wanted to do? She'd probably have a short conversation with a princess about what's going on, next steps, magic, all that kind of stuff, but nothing important. Okay, sounds good. So maybe you're like settling down like uh, on the table or like in the bed or something, and you like, like settle bed. down yeah. to like, cool, like to meditate and like talk, commune with the princess. I like that. So we cut from like Manaya, like sitting down, eyes closed, like communing with, communing with the princess to V, uh, who has lifted up the rug and sees the exact same glyph uh, on the floor of her room. What do you do, V? He's going to fling the rug and be like, aha, and just like stomp on the glyph. And birds seem to like fly out of the glyph and they their wings like brush past you. And you're like, Dewey, are you attacking me? But it was just birds, illusion birds, actually. And they sort of like swirl around the roof, uh, the ceiling, excuse me, uh, of your room before boom, disappearing in sparks. And the same tiefling pops up. Uh, this time, instead of eating grapes, though, they're like eating a banana. You know, they're like unpeeling the banana, eating it. And they like they mock you and they taunt you. And they laugh at you and they, poof, they disperse. I'm going to find this person. And I'm going to make them rue the day they set these traps up. <laughs> uh, and Dewey, uh, so you go back to the shredded up like papers and you're studying the notice boards. Um, are you like trying to like piece like the ripped up papers together that are like scattered across the floor? It's really it's sad moment. It's like a dad piecing back like the I hate you, dad. And, like the, the teen like ripping up their diary and throwing it onto the ground. And you're like, like slowly like piecing, piecing the papers of. Of this poster together. I heard that much, jeez. And the reason, <laughs> the reason given for uh, Prince Makoya Hien's kill order is treason. Treason against the crown of the kingdom of Too Long. Treason against the emperor. Treason and defilement. I think <laughs> are, are the two things given. And then I think you can feel the sword strapped to your back, like vibrating a little in this moment of quiet you have. They seem to have, uh, your sword son seems to have sensed the weapons rack in your room and is eager, eager to take a rest. And on that, each of you, please hold up a finger between one and four. One for Oka, two for Manaya, three for V, and four for Dewey. It's Dewey. It's a four. We are now taking open applications for uh, the person to play Dewey Quirk. So if you're interested, get your best Dewey monologues ready. We will be taking them as uh, video essays. <laughs> All right, Dewey. So where do you want to have your monologue? Kneeling there with the pieces of Oka's poster plastered together while your sword sun vibrates on your back? Yeah. I'm not saying this out loud, am I? That seems uh like... <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you are saying this out loud. Or no, or maybe just in your head. Yeah. Take us through I, your, your psychic. Why journey. would I be saying why would I just be talking to myself in the middle of the living room? Okay. It's hard to see 
other people's past come back to haunt them uh, like this. Because, I mean, like, this is the same shit I'm running from, right? I betrayed someone, and now they want me dead, and the more I do to save the world, the more people know who I am, and then they're out to kill me, and there's no winning here. Um, there's no good way out of this, and it, it feels like things are closing in on me. The Myriad, and the Cataclysm, and the URL, and things are only getting more dire uh, as time goes on. And I'm all alone out here. I mean, I'm not. Seems like the the others know what's going on. Like, Oka has this too. I'm sure everyone else has things they're running away from. But, I don't know. It's hard to... I can't tell them about this stuff. I mean, look at... <laughs> look at how hard Oka tried to keep this from us. And Treason's like... Eh, Treason's not the It's Oka. I... I kind of... I expected worse. Uh, so this is like... This is not that big of a deal. But me possibly fucked up the whole world with what I did, with what I've been doing. So, mental health counseling. Thanks, Dr. Luso. Yeah, I just gotta get shit done. Gotta take down the carnival, and move on, get the bomb watch off my... off my st stupid watch off my arm. Yeah. And then I think Dewey, uh, shuffles all the pieces together back again, tosses them in recycling. Dewey. After your beautiful monologue, I think the four of you are able to catch some shut eye in your respective new beautiful private rooms here in the hero's quarters, in the tower of risk and reward, in the championship of Nabal. But the same thing happens, as it always does. The four of you have the exact same nightmare about that stranger with dozens of wings, dozens of eyes, taller than the world. And the four, no, the eight of you, stand alone against it, your comrades slain. And then you all wake up promptly at 8 a.m., jolted awake, like a psychic spike pulling you forward uh, through the space between your eyeballs. How are we spending the day, friends? What's on the docket? First thing that Oka does when they wake up is they knock on Dewey's door. I knew you'd be up. Can I have a piece of paper? Yeah, he comes to the door and opens it a crack and like sh shoves a piece of paper out and then closes it. Oka takes the piece of paper into the common room and writes a letter. Okay, you write the letter. Who's it to? Are you keeping that secret? It is addressed to... Sambaya Hien. Okay. You write a letter to your youngest sibling who had tried to contact you in the court and whose summons you had belatedly <laughs> accepted, perhaps? Assuming what are the contents of the letter? Are you going to divulge them or? Yes. Uh, the letter reads, Dear Sambaya, do you remember that town that had the fireworks festival? when we were little. I'll be there for a week or two, if you can make it. All my love. And it is unsigned. Okay. Oka, that is what you do as your morning ritual. How about the rest of you? I think maybe Manaya's walking into the 
common room right as Oka's finishing this letter. And uh, she plops down into one of those comfy chair couches or whatever, like leans her head back and stares at the ceiling and says, no amount of therapy will help waking up from those God's damn dreams, huh? No. No. Gets old after a while, doesn't it? So old after one week. Do you know that some people are trained to be dream prophets? They get shit like that all the time. That's their whole duty. Is to think about dreams, have dreams. <laughs> I was never very good at it myself, but... Well... Mom used to tell me stories. She had a whole year where she would tell me about the different nations of Ondake, and I remember something about dreams. Sulong's dream interpreters are the best in the world. She seems she seemed to think otherwise, but she has a complicated past with Sulong. Well, who doesn't nowadays, right? And Oka kind of like awkwardly rubs the back of their head. I'm going to take off for a few days, maybe a week or two. I'll be back before, you know, we have to... A few days, a week. Oka, where are you going? I... It doesn't seem like I can uh, run for very much longer. Shit's catching up, so I have to... Uh, and their voice cracks a little. Uh, and they kind of are like just like holding the folded up letter in their hand. I have to... I have to figure some shit out. Oka, if this is about the... That poster or... If you're in danger, we should really stick together. It's not so much about the posters. And that's old news. It's... Fine. I'll be fine. I can travel fast by myself and I'll stay out of, you know, I'll stay off the main streets and all that. I mean, we waltzed in here not knowing shit about shit and we were fine. So maybe I'll ask Atalanta to take my head off the, the spit, as it were, if she'd be so kind. Well, but I think I should get out of the city for a little bit. I'm sure you have somewhere where you need to go, but if uh, you want to come see me again, I'll be on the South Shores. I've also been wanting to take a little trip. I want to take you all with me, but this seems important. I care about you more than I care about most things, including whiskey and really beautiful women. This is all to say... Um, I don't want to see another large body of water for at least a month. So you can have fun by the ocean, but me personally, I'm going to take a little vacation from water, generally speaking, I think. Just make sure you're getting enough inside yourself if you're not getting as much around you. Hydrate this, hydrate that. Oka, have you hydrated today? Well, I'm Wuhan. Drinkable water's hard to come by. Take everything we can. Don't worry, I won't forget. And I'll be back soon. It'll just be for a week or two at most. Do you want to tell the others or should I? Well, if they wake up in the next hour, 
Maybe you can tell them. I'll get an early start. Else V might turn me in before I can uh, spit one too. You know uh, what? You can hear from V's room a little whistling like of a Jukai folk song. Uh, one last thing, Oka. Are you taking the bowl with you? I was planning on it unless you, unless you want it. You're better off with it. You could probably get to any of us faster than any of us could get to you. And I will. You'll be at the south sh- south shore. Town called Oberon. Oberon. Okay. Uh, and Oka, I think, takes a like a maybe. There's like little pieces of parchment. They, I bet they didn't even have to borrow a piece of paper from Dewey. They just asked for one, uh, like out on the table. Uh, and they write down the name of the town that they'll be going to. Um, like, I'll be at the inn here in case you can get a letter out and if you need something. So as long as I'm not traveling. Thank you, Oka. Listen, I don't let many people find me when I don't want to be found. So treat this as a token of my love. Uh, and they they stand up uh, and they like, I think maybe they're like, it's kind of like they're obviously like being like, you can hug me now, but like their arms are crossed, you know, like they're like, yeah, whatever. I guess I'll, I'll go now. <laughs> uh, Manaya, knowing Oka doesn't like a lot of physical affection and the last time this happened, they had a God inside of them. So, uh, I think she sort of, uh, stands up when Oka does, um, and like puts the note in like a, a pocket and it's like well uh safe travels and we'll see you in a few weeks see you then and they like really quickly just like kind of like patter on the shoulder and it's like sort of a hug you know and then they like turn around and walk like they i think they walk to they like would have like thrown open the door and left but then it's just the platform and they're like motherfucker uh, so <laughs> I think they, they would call the little attendant bell, but if other people want to wake up first, that's also cool. Yeah. Let's do some other folks. Uh, while that conversation has been happening, Dewey and V, what are the two, what have the two of you been up to? V's got a little extra pep in her step. Uh, she's kind of getting herself dressed and, uh, just sort of singing. So like I said earlier, like a Jukaian folk song and, uh, she, Feels like she's got some place she, she'd like to be today, maybe, perhaps, I don't know. Uh, I guess I, I don't want to do anything that would have come across that particular conversation with... Uh, but me and Do- Dewey's room is con- kind of connected, if I... So maybe at some point I'm just like, stick my head in Dewey's room and be like, How are you doing today? How are you doing, Dewey? Having a good morning, are you? Dewey is wrestling with his sword son. Uh, yeah, I love that. The sword is flying all over the place, you know, like in the hilt, I think. Uh, it's just like, what? Like, don't come in here. Don't. <laughs> just close <laughs> the door. What? Doing? What? What? Get down. Get down. <laughs> Please. Please stop destroying shit. Oh my god, get back here. He's like jumping up and down, trying to he, reach the sword. He side. kind of like sticks her head back in again, just like watches all of this. No, stop. This is embarrassing. Leave me alone. Do you need need some help controlling your sword? I've got it totally under control. It looks like it, friend. You look completely 100% in control of the situation. And then I think Dewey, like, uh, jumps into midair and, like, tackles the sword out of the air. No! My freedom! (laughs) Well, we'll go out and 
I don't know, kill some stuff later, okay? You promise? This is, we're you in promise? A, we're, you promise? We're in a room with, like, glass walls. So, and it's not our house, so we gotta keep the glass intact, please. I wanna break it! But if you promise we can kill some things later, okay! We'll do some training later. Uh... Yes! Training! Okay, fine. Um, Love you, father. Bye! Uh, and the sword swirls itself back onto your back. V only hears Dewey's half of that conversation, which is, well, I'll let you kill some things later, <laughs> and uh, we have to, like, protect the glass. Uh, v is like, perhaps Dr. Elusa was speaking to you, Dewey, with the uh, therapeutic help. I mean, it's... There's no shame in getting some help, friend. Well, I'm not. This is. Uh, don't worry about me. You can uh, al- you can always tell your friend V what's going on. <laughs> Dewey, I will do nothing terrible with that information. Ah, uh, yes, my friend V and everyone else that she comes into contact with. <laughs> Was that your invention? Did you make flying sword? Yeah, for protection. Not destroying the glass. No, it's sort of obsolete now, but um, don't worry about that. <laughs> he uh, pulls out like a crumpled map and is like, so uh, here's where I was thinking all of us should go today. Uh, <laughs> he's like leaving his room um, to find just Manaya in the living room. Yeah, I think maybe as you two come out of the hallway, it's like the sound of the Connie's uh, sound noises. Fush! Boing, boing, uh, <laughs> as Oka evaporates out of the air with uh, Gwyn, I think. They like called Gwyn in to, to take them away. Who is that? Is that Oka? Where? Yes, that was Oka. Uh, they'll be gone for... They're going to the bathroom. They'll be back in a couple of weeks. Your lying skills... Hmm. And V just like, doesn't say anything more about it. There's a bathroom right up here. On... Well, V, if I knew you were coming, I'd put on more of a show. They have, some, they have some business to attend to. They're being safe. They'll be back with us in a couple weeks. Weeks? Their business lies within the country borders, technically, I suppose. I think. Rest assured, they'll be fine. Well, we, ha- we do have some time before ca- this carnival situation, so we've got time to do things. And I was thinking we could go to the South Shores. I wanted to show you you all uh, something there. Oh, well, I already. Uh, and he turns over the map, and it's got like a drawn out like from here to here to here, point A to point B. Oh, you had uh, a whole yeah road trip planned. Just in the city. Uh, no plans for the store, but we could work that in maybe at the end. Uh, no, no, it's fine. I'll go see the city. It's wonderful. I've heard. I'll be back in a few weeks. I Unless just V. Uh, I, I, you know what? I feel like there's a lot of business opportunities for me here in this city. I just, I really felt like just, you know, getting to know the community, um, maybe do some shopping, maybe expanding my new business. Uh, did you, did you know I, I now have a shop? Thinking of franchising and building a few more locations throughout the city and strategic planning, maybe perhaps. Right. Dewey, would you keep an eye on her then? I wasn't really planning on stopping by the f- shopping disc. Well, just like tie a rope from you to her 
and then stick together. I'm 110 years old. I don't need to be. Baby leash, baby leash, baby leash, baby leash. <laughs> v, I'm not Oka, really a good v. babysitter. Oka's going by themselves across the country for two weeks. I trust they'll be safe. You, on the other hand, get into more trouble in two steps than any of us going across this whole of Sejani. When have I ever led you astray? When have I ever done something that uh, hurts you? I'm waiting. Right, South Shores, if you need me, or if you have some time, stop by. I'll be in the town of Oberon. At least that's where I'll start. Okay. You leaving now? Not sure. We only have a month, and it'll take me a week or two to get down there, depending on if I take caravan or just walk. A week or two to get back. So Down there and back, so okay. I won't have much time there, but... Do you yeah. need any supplies, or do you need to purchase anything for your travels? As much as I would love to indulge in some in-trading, V, I am a sailor. We're resourceful. We find food and supplies where we can. I'll be all right. Worst comes to worst, I'll pick berries or something. I've learned a lot from Dewey, you know. Don't pick the ones with the dots on them. Now that I'm thinking about it, I should probably leave rather soon. Oberon, on the South Shore, this is where I'll be. I trust you two to not get yourselves killed while I'm gone. Still have a world to save. Uh, and if you need anything, I'm sure you'll find a way to contact me. V takes out a hundred gold pieces and uh, hands it to Manaya. Manaya doesn't make a point of grabbing it quickly, but is quick to take it before she says, uh, V, I... Just you... take it before I regret it. Well, thank you. <laughs> I had forgotten I'd used the last of my gold. I actually remembered. Where did you get that? Of course you would. I, humble beginnings. I, I worked my way up to... Oh god, I can't even continue that statement because it's like that whole bootstrapping <laughs> philosophy. I can't do it. Um, no, I just, I just came across it during a poker game on the way here from Raven's Court. Okay. Well, well this would be enough to get me there and back. Thank you, V. Really. Anytime, my friend. Anytime. Okay. I really like that scene between the three of you. So, Manaya, I'm assuming you're also going to be stepping on the stone, like, pedestal, and then, poof, like, calling uh, Gwyn up there to zap you down. I'm also going to ask Zim about, like, procuring a caravan or if there's, like, way I could get travel to and from the South Shores. And if there isn't, that's fine, but... Uh, Z actually hooks you up with uh, someone who has, you know... Z says maybe, like, as, like, poof, you've been zapped back down to, like, the central, like, the area that you came in. Like, so the area with all the shops, with, like, all the other different teleportation portals. Um, and Z actually guides you down the big steps. Uh, like, like, oh, careful, watch your step, Manaya. Uh, these can be quite steep. In terms of traveling down to the Dragonfang coast, might I recommend, instead of hitching a ride with a caravan, getting a horse? It'll be much faster if you're just traveling by yourself. I know quite a few stable owners here in the capital. That'd be very useful, and probably one that doesn't cost too much. I'm certainly not. You know, don't worry about it. I'll take care of all the arrangements. You've ridden a horse before, correct? I've been on a horse. Good I enough. Suppose. These horses are very well trained, and I'm sure the stable people will be more than happy to set you up. Please, please follow me. Would it be funny if uh, as Manaya is getting lit into the stable, Oka is 
coming out with their own mouth. <laughs> and Ogre just kind of like rolls their eyes and like elbows Manaya as, as, as they pass. Manaya smiles, shakes her head and waves. I think if it's okay with you, GM, my moment of, of truth, Oka has rented a, an elk, like a, a large elk from this establishment. I am totally okay with that for flavor and cool reasons. Oka gets a big old elk with antlers on, right? And you've got like a cool little elk saddle, uh, elk bits, you know, what's it called? Tack, right? Elk tack on and special like elk treats, you know, that this elk specifically likes a lot as you're like leading this elk out. Um, and let's say the stables are like like pretty big and like the musty smell of, of horses and livestock sort of overwhelms both of your senses, Amaniah, as you're led into the stable to choose your own horse. Uh, and the stable owner immediately brings you to the biggest amounts they have because you're so big, Manaya. They're like, uh, the stable owner is like this little... Um, lizard folk person who's like, I am afraid that our ponies and our regular horses probably won't be good enough for your, uh... Anyway, uh, so uh, we have... I understand. Yes, you're, you know, our goliath and half, you know, uh, well, large, large, our bigger muscled, our muscled customers, let's say, our strong ones. Unfortunately, the person before you took our last elk. Uh, but I do have here this draft horse... A Clydesdale, very, very big. It's the number of hands that is very large because Connie doesn't actually know what hands the, the metrics for horse sizes. And we also have um, a baby elephant. Time is not on my side, so maybe the horse might be better. Understood, but the elephant is very tough. A good for these days, travel. I'm sure it's much hardier than the the draft horse but something fast i understand okay then i will get papers drawn up for you and we do have some exotic mounts that are strictly off the books uh if you're interested in them as well <clears throat> bears and the like that might be better for the woods what do you recommend let's i mean i like half says this to grim <laughs> yeah gwyn gwyn's just standing there letting gwyn. you do your th yeah letting you do your thing um and this lizard folk person says well I can recommend this little fella we got in special the other day and leads you to like a back room of the stable. We're at the end of this like area, like piled with like hay and you know, like animal poop and stuff and like a pitchfork and buckets. You see in a cage, an owl bear, very big. You know, it's currently resting, but even as it's resting, you can see how huge it is. It's got feathered, like claws. It looks just like a bear, but its face is the visage of an owl. It's got a sharp beak. It appears to be in the middle of sleeping. This one is going to cost you a little extra, but it's fast and it's fierce and it's loyal. I think uh, something instinctual from Manaya's, like, I don't want to say like deep ancestry because it was just Nolly, uh, is a little scared at this, but maybe the Princess of Leaves, sensing where that fear is coming from, maybe like urges her onward a little bit. If it's fast and hot and get me through the forest, how much? And the lizard folk merchant smiles and Gwyn steps forward with a coin purse. Um, oh, no, I can- Don't worry about it, please. It's the least I can do for you. Heroes of the championship. It's nothing, it's nothing. Please allow me to cover this. If you insist. And I do. All right. And then there's like an exchange of, of, of coin and, and the lizard folks like tongue darts out and they say, oh, well, it's a pleasure doing business with you. Come on, Elon. And uh, turns around to face the owl 
owlbear. Uh, and we cut from like Manaya looking at this sleeping owlbear to Oka, who is on the back of this elk. And I think you're making your way out of Rosso, correct? Yes, I am making my way downtown, riding fast, faces past, and I'm on an elk. Wonderful. Uh, so Oka, on your way out, uh, I think you're able to drop off the letter, like at a, like a post office. I gave it to Quinn. Oh, oh right, right, right. To Gwyn. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Uh, so Gwyn has promised to make sure the letter is expediently shipped out. And you take this elk uh, down, you know, through the various plazas, past the huge spiraling towers in the distance, winding past like a waking up marketplace, uh, past like residential districts with broad streets uh, and homey smells coming from hearths, uh, and then past out to like the rocky pastures where Ribbit had led the four of you in from in the first place and can hear like the music bumping from Bacchanalia Beach, maybe only like a quarter of a mile away from where you are and you can smell all the roasted meats and hear all the people laughing and dancing and playing and then you reach like the area of uh, the lake shore where you came in from which is the docks uh, to find a, a boat to take you to the other side of Ingird Lake where you can finally start making your travels to the town of Convergence so Oka as you're on your elk what do you do? Yeah, uh, I think Oka doesn't ride the elk through the streets, I think, because there are too many people and too much rubble. Uh, but they do lead it uh, down, kind of um, taking, ca- you know, taking care to, you know, k- kind of keep their head down, like down the streets, over the bridges, etc., etc., till they're down at the dock. Uh, and then they find a dockmaster to ferry them across to the, I think it would be the eastern shore. You are able to find a dockmaster to ferry you across. Uh, they look sort of like begrudgingly up at your elk, uh, but they do it for you. Uh, and as like pff, this like boat, I think like rocks over like the soft ripples of this lake, you look out at the open horizon toward where you will eventually meet your sister, whom you have not seen in seven long years. I think similar to Manaya, that's the image we leave off for Oka for this episode. Uh, and now we will go back to the two party members remaining in Rosso. Let's start with Dewey. What is Dewey's itinerary? I think all he can, he can think about is going to that shop on the business card that Atalanta gave him. Uh, hopefully showing up right before or right when the shop opens. So he's made a beeline. And he's kind of just standing, I think, like across the street from the, st- uh, the storefront, just staring and looking at the map and staring at the storefront and trying to will up uh, the nerve to go in. In bold colors on top of this shop, uh, the lettering in Nabalish says Tanga's Pharmatechnical Innovations. And like the tagline is like, where, where past meets future. <laughs> And there's like a broad like shop window where you can see like like beautiful creations like spindly silvery instruments that whirl and twirl that you recognize as some sort of like detection instruments as well as like uh, weapons. Uh, You see like plate armor as well as like swords that like at a press of a button could spring open to form like four other swords like springing out from the hilt, etc. At inside you can like see like some people like browsing the wares and some hustle and bustle. And I think this is all taking place in the uh, shade of a massive tower nearby. This is not by the Tower of Risk and Reward. This is by the Tower of, let's say, War. 
what do you do? He puts um, a hand on the hilt of his sword to make sure it's secure and walks in the door and kind of quickly ducks um, behind one of the tall shelves, I think. And it isn't quite browsing the goods, but like looking out for the proprietor of the store. Okay, totally. As you're looking at the uh, goods, you notice that all of them are like bespoke, you know, and because of that, they they all cost like a lot of gold, sort of like those like like fancy art stores that sell like sculptures for thirty thousand dollars, you know, a, a piece. So most of the purveyors here are just window shopping. They're like looking at the cool stuff, and you duck behind a shelf, you look around, and behind the desk, there's someone you don't recognize, like a teller or a clerk, uh, but then you hear a familiar voice. Speaking in a lightly accented Nabalish, a woman's voice that goes, Ah, yes, this is one of my favorite latest inventions. As for the price tag, well, it's only uh, 7,900 pieces. No? Okay, bye. And you hear a ding as like someone leaves the shop. And Tonga <sighs> sighs and sidles behind the counter to relieve the clerk of their shift as the clerk peels off. And you see a person that you know very intimately, Tonga. She is a chubby elven woman with dark skin, curly black hair, and a pair of goggles on her head. And she's actually wearing a pair of gloves that look kind of dirty. Uh, and she's got a tool belt on uh, around her waist. She sighs, sits down behind the counter, and starts, like, working at an abacus. Doesn't seem to notice you. What do you do? I think Dewey picks up um, something off of the shelf that maybe has some of his influence on it, like something that he knows the mechanics of very well, and he walks up to the counter um, pretty quietly and sets it on the table. What is it? <laughs> it is like a, a handheld sort of, like, automatic grappling hook sort of situation. Grappling hook. Okay. You set the grappling hook down. Tonga goes, ah, all right, well, that's going to be 1,200 gold pieces if you... Cardu. Hi, Tonga. I knew it. And Tonga jumps over the counter with surprising dexterity and wraps you up in a hug and it picks you off the ground and shakes you like a rag doll as she's like hugging you around. She says, I knew it. I knew it. I knew you couldn't stay away. I knew you'd be back for the championship challenge. Cardu, it's been so, it's been so long. It's so good to see you. It's really good to see you, Tonga. Shop's um, closed, everybody. Get out of here. Get no, out of here. Fine. No, 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 no. It's closed for the rest of the month. You know what? I don't need to do point of sale bullshit. Get out of here. My my best, my good old buddy's here. Come on, come on, Cardu. Please, we gotta sit down and talk. As like people filter out, like grumbling, she like, she ushers you into a back room. And I know you have a trauma from going into back rooms <laughs> at magical shops. What if we go upstairs? Is there like a okay? Yeah, she go, she go, yeah. Let's say that instead. She she ushers you up up the stairs and is talking the entire time. Oh, it's so good to see your feathery face, friend. What's that on your head? Huh? Oh, that the dirty piece of cloth. I, I gotta keep the sweat out of my face. All right, don't don't give me crap for this. Is that a t-shirt? And what's that you got on your wrist? That's a nice watch. Uh... We'll talk about that later. How's the how's the shop been doing? How have you been doing? The shop's been okay. The shop's been good. Shop's been good. Um, 
I've been doing some really exciting things, Cardu. I can't wait to show you. Um, speaking of one of the exciting things, and she reaches the second landing where you see like a, it's like a, it's like her, her apartment. She like lives right above uh, the shop and there's like a studio apartment style space. You see like a bed, you see like a little stovetop uh, and a sitting area where currently someone is sitting at it. You see a jaguar-like tabaxi with like midnight black fur and these crystal blue eyes. Uh, and Ree wears this leather armor with silver tassels and the hoods up, even though it's the middle of the morning and they're indoor and Ree is indoors. Um, and Rear's left arm is actually a prosthetic, you notice. Uh, and there's sort of like a glowing, glowing thing set into the hand, like a glowing runestone set into the hand that's like powering it uh and Rhea's turning it turning it and like looking at it and occasionally adjusting some of the um the the gaskets with a with a wrench cardu this is ren hu long my uh my protege for the championship challenge we just call we just call him xiao hu as well if you don't want to say that whole thing uh xiao hu this is cardu my old invention buddy. Listen, he is a genius. We are gonna win this thing. Hi, you're you're competing in this year's challenge. Uh, and at that, Xiaohu actually stands up and like like closes the paw into a fist, you know, and then like opens up the fist, and you notice that like Bree had like crushed something in Rear's <laughs> fist. Like actually I think like a like a steel ball and it's like now like crumbling into dust like onto the ground. And Xiaohu turns to you, uh Cardu slash Dewey and says, Nah, I'm gonna win this thing. And uh on your face, let's cut to last but not least, V Nocherzo. What have you been up to? Uh I would like to I Want to go first to like a jewelry shop? I actually I realized I've had ninety one gold pieces worth of gems just burning a hole through my pack that I'd like to you know sell to a nice jeweler vendor, and then I'd like to you know explore some magic shops, look for maybe some of these things that uh, Doctor Aluso was alluding to. We may need for this coming championship. Absolutely. Uh, let's just say the gem thing happens. You know, you're able to get 91 gold. <laughs> like, you can just swap it in. Perfect. It's fine. We don't have to do a scene for that. Um, in terms of the magic shops, as you suspected, as Dr. Luso had told you, the standard chain, magic chain that is in every capital uh, city is here. Uh, there is arcane armor and ammunition. Uh, there is also a store known as uh, Kahula's Conduits. Wara's wardrobe. You're walking down this like main thoroughfare, I think, where you see like all these shops like to your left and right with your like coin pur purse like bulging with these uh, gold pieces you just exchanged for your gems. You also see Omar's odds and ends. And finally, Pau Pau's potions and scrolls. And you would know, V, that all of these, <laughs> all of these magical stores would have sort of like lower ranking magical items in it for general sale. And like Dr. Luso mentioned, like anything that would be like real nice would be off the books uh, or put up for auction. Where are you headed? All right. I want to go into the, the wardrobe shop. I can't remember what was the name of the person on the wardrobe Aura's shop. wardrobe. Aura. Okay. You go inside the wardrobe shop and ding, 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 
ding, ding, the bell signals that you're inside and you see just like like clothing items like locked behind glass cases um, with like la- like neat labels about what they can do. Like you see like a set of like uh, goggles to the side that say like um, uh, limited, limited stock, see in the dark, like protect yourself and your family. Like stuff like that. I see like amulets, like an entire amulet section of like glittering different rubies and and opals and sapphires. Uh, you also see uh, boots, like a boot section uh, and socks also like hanging in like a display as well as like a whole area dedicated to these different kinds of billowing cloaks. Some of them just like move in the wind, even though there's no wind in here. And one looks sort of like a, a like a manta ray, like splayed out. Uh as well as like hel- helmets and hats. Like you see a hat uh, that just that looks super emo, right? It looks like a Mordor hat. It's just like a like a black like helm with like glowing red eyes, you know. And then there's a hat uh, that's got like whiskers coming out, almost like a rat's face on it, and like two little googly eyes that look like rat eyes, um, etc. As you as you take this place in, and like there are several people in here just browsing the wares. What do you do? I think I want to try to find either an employee or a shopkeeper who works here. Okay, standing behind the counter is a human woman with dark brown skin and short black hair. And uh, a name tag reads Wara. She is presumably Wara of Wara's wardrobe. And she is in the middle of haggling with a customer. I wouldn't mind just a little bit of like flavor of like, I want to know kind of, I guess how difficult she is to haggle with. I guess that type of sense. Okay, I think the person she's haggling with is a dwarf. And the dwarf, uh, uh, they're saying, I need those goggles for my family. Okay, I'm a merchant. I travel everywhere. I need to be able to see in the dark. I'm sorry, but if you're a merchant, you should be able to afford the easy 5K. Look, these are a hot item. Everyone wants to be able to see in the dark. And they're really hard to make. You need a special kind of gem to filter the lenses through. All right? 5K or get out of here. But I, but that's... I only have a thousand and that's my entire life savings. Well, maybe you should have saved better. Get out of here. Ugh, damn it. You'll regret this. Your greed will your greed will curse you. It's not greed, it's just business. Toodaloo. Can I help you? I'm just admiring your style, friend, as one business owner to another. Uh I'm very impressed with your stick to itiveness for these prices. I mean we all know it's not that expensive to make these goggles, but, uh, you know, you got to make a profit in this in this world, right? I'm sorry. You said you were a business owner. I don't recognize you from the business owner conferences. Well, I just I just moved in my shop. Uh, Vs Veritas up over on and I describe what it, wherever. Uh, <laughs> okay. <the thing. laughs> um, mm, doesn't ring a bell. Oh, trust me. Give me thirty days. You'll hear. Give, give. Wait, actually, forty days. You'll hear all about it next month. Are you just here to diss my haggling style, or are you here to do business? Oh, I'm always do, looking to do. I'm always looking for business opportunities, friend. I'm curious. You know, I'm looking around, and I'm hoping to find something with a little bit of kick. You know, there's a lot of these items are just like helping someone plant the gardens, helping you. Fit into tight places. This I want to. Do you have a like a preferred customer's stock? She looks to the left, looks to the right. Says I may or may not have a preferred customer stock, but the membership. You hear me? Is a cool one k. 
Well, you know, for 500 gold pieces, uh, consider that the down payment for me to view your wares I don't want to get taken advantage of. And if I see what I like, I'll give you another 500 gold. 500? Get out of here. You want me to give you a 50% discount to view my special wares? No dice. 1K robust. Fine. If you're going to be a stickler, I mean, gosh, you obviously have the best stock in all of town. So if I go to some of your competitors next door and find out that you do not have some better stock, you're going to miss out on a potential easy 500 gold as opposed to the thousand. Listen, I actually have the cheapest membership uh, card price. Everyone else sells it for 1500. You're not gonna get it a, get a better deal anywhere else. That's Definitely what every not shopkeeper says. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 1,000. Or you know what? And she leans forward kind of vindictively. If you walk out of here trying to take your business elsewhere, me and the other business owners, we know each other. I'll just give them a ring. Tell them to put you on the blacklist. So 1K or are you walking away? <laughs> now I'm excited. I just walked into a shop for the first time and I'm already on the blacklist? I work. This is, you're, you've made my day. You've made the day of fair Veronica, you know, champion. Not champion, but, you know, a victor of the Derby. Um, you know, I expect it to be treated a little bit better, but I'm going to talk to Atlantis and um, it's, um, you're going to have a little talking to. Well, hey, hey, hold on, hold on. <laughs> we don't have to get hasty here. And then V, hear a voice from behind you go, I'll comp the other 500. V turns slowly and uh, very, uh, all of a sudden her body's very tense and looks behind her at said voice. And you see Sievert. Podcast editing is by Marisa Ewing of Hemlock Creek Productions. Transplaner RPG is proudly sponsored by at Dimitri Opines on Twitter and explaintrade.com, a negotiation skills training consultancy, because you can't ask to roll persuasion in real life. Check out explaintrade.com. Please consider giving us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. This helps so much with getting new listeners to find us. New podcast episodes drop every Tuesday. If you can't wait that long, tune into our live stream Saturdays at 7 p.m. U.S. Central Time on Twitch at TransPlanarRPG. Also, toss us a follow on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and YouTube at TransPlanarRPG. We also have a Patreon. Patrons get early access to episodes, character sheets, high-res art, and much, much more. And finally, a very special thank you to our Patreon Paragons. Abigail Rytel, Azara, Brooke Bright, Charles, Chiacres, Cora Eckert, Lex Slater, Marvelous, Mitzi, Moonflower Tea, Purple Mouse, Risa, and Target. <laughs>